Welcome to the Cauldron. I'm Alan. And I'm Kelly. And welcome to Bitches Brew, a podcast where we bitch about our favorite topics. And this week, we'll be bitching about... Death. Death. <laughs> the afterlife. Um, yeah. So, uh, death. You Here we are. You might have noticed uh, this is not our normal topic, but, but we you know, don't like to limit ourselves, you know? I mean, bring us back to our grunge days of um <laughs> did you have a grunge phase me yeah Cer- certainly not certainly oh, not <laughs> oh right that was just me my bad i was about to say if it, if um, it wasn't bubblegum pink i was not touching if it, it wasn't bubblegum honestly me but like also definitely it's like the outside was like trying to be like emo slash like grunge but then the inside was just like i want to be princess peach all the time <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be princess grunge thank you <laughs> Honestly, the fact that's hey. what it should have been. I mean, if you can't beat them, join them, yeah. but well, not um, in death. Let's not in death, not say that. Um, okay. before we jump into the coffin, uh, what are we sipping on <laughs> this week? Christ, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I well, it's play on words. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's a natural segue. Okay. Well, before you dig your own grave here, I'm sipping <laughs> on a nice <laughs> um light sky. It's a uh, Blue Moon's version of a light beer. Okay, that's what I thought because I was like, oh, I think that's beer though, right? Yeah. Okay. It is. Cool. I know I'm really breaking the mold for me. I do not recognize no, myself. I mean, hey. I mean, hey, you're your headband girl now. So I am, yeah. This is part of the headband phase. <laughs> <laughs> I drink beer now. God. What are you uh what are you sipping on? Uh I am sipping on a nice cav sav. Hey, one of us had to bring the wine back. Yeah, bring bring a little bit of wine. Uh, back into the BB household. Um, yeah, just because it's like I didn't want to go get some liquor because you know liquors get expensive and like mm, all this, this stuff. Also, we had spaghetti tonight, so I thought wine would be more appropriate. So, hey. oh yeah, pears great. You're right about right? that. Um, <laughs> so now that we divulge what we're sipping on, uh, what brief apps do we have to share around the party? Mm, I got some good ones for you this week. Well. <laughs> <laughs> not be good ones. <laughs> not trying to be like I have some big five. <laughs> <laughs> some really big, big news. Big. No, nothing. Like and then that. being like, well, <laughs> <laughs> let me not overhype myself. <laughs> right. Um, some of mine are kind of lame. Sorry in advance. Um, <laughs> that's I mean, just the way hey, I live my life. We're all lame here. All hey, right. And that's why I love it. It's a safe space. So we, we're, we're flops striving to be flips. All right. <laughs> love that. <laughs> it sounds better than a flop. Um, right. So my brief apps, I have gone on a journey, honestly, uh, recently, trying to find this one specific scent from Bath and Body Works that apparently oh. they have discontinued. And oh, no. Normally. Is something good? <laughs> this is, yeah, PSA, if anyone has a remote connection to Bath and Body Works and any kind of influence on what products they put out, please bring please. the scent back. <laughs> because normally when products are discontinued, they'll bring them back. It's the same, like... Like scent notes under a different name. And I wish that I could find it, but there is no combination um, of this that they have currently. 
So it was called Aroma Oasis. It's part of their aromatherapy collection. Um, and then scents okay. are mandarin, sandalwood, and eucalyptus. That combination is literally perfect. It smells like heaven. I love it so much. Um, they don't make it anymore. So I had to bring my happy ass to scour the internet featuring Google. And I found <laughs> some for sale on eBay, uh, the lotion specifically. I just really like the body lotion. Um, and I was able to buy some, thank God, because uh, someone had, I guess, hoarded it. I don't know. But I was able to buy two bottles for $30, like $30 and some change, which they're normally, I think they originally sold for like $12.50 a piece. So definitely not, not awful, but yeah. Yeah, but like, I'm desperate. I am addicted to the smell and I have to have it. So, and um, that's what people are banking on. That's, yeah. And that seller on eBay was right. And, but uh, I think it's a woman her name is tony um tony with an i thank you to you because you saved my life i love this so much and i was so happy when i got the package <laughs> um really doing the lord's work out there <laughs> um and in other good news i am celebrating one year at my firm this month oh, so I've, i know it's happened so quickly like i've a been here year. for a year already Ooh. a full year yeah wild that is, that is odd <laughs> i know time flies uh so that's happening um and then also i recently finished a really good book i want to tell you about it's called okay. the silent patient by alex uh michaelides i think that's how you say his last name i'm not sure but um it's super good if you're into like a thriller um it's a little bit dark but it's a really quick read i finished it in two days like i literally oh, collectively damn. maybe read this book in like eight hours i could have finished it if i I had like started earlier the first day but oh. it was so good it it really like drew me in from the start because it's this mystery about um this woman who kills her husband but she goes silent afterwards and just does not speak so the it, the book follows like this mystery of trying to unravel what really happened uh even though she's not speaking about it yeah. um from the her therapist's point of view so it's yeah. very interesting and it actually brings up a lot of um it was really interesting to like learn about psychotherapy i don't really know a lot about it but some of the book like brings in a little bit of learning so you're like "Ooh, look at me i know things uh but it was really it was a good gotcha. book and at the very <laughs> end it had a plot twist i was not expecting like i knew something was coming and we were going to find out like the truth quote unquote but i i could not have guessed this if you had tortured it out of me i i would have never fucking known it well damn so Art yeah, twist. highly recommend. Um, it's the best book I've read so far this year. And he has another book called The Maidens that I think I might read next. So yeah, right. but that is all from me. This is this has been Kelly's Reading Corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to start my own library or something eventually. <laughs> Honestly, I support that with you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> what um, you got going on? So yeah, for my brief apps. Um, so what I talked about last time uh on pod that I was about to go to a teacher job fair. Uh in yeah, the how area. Did that go? And um the only word 
word that I have to describe the full situation was um, discouraging. No, why? Um, not to sound like super down about it, but you know there is a massive like teacher shortage around the whole right. United States, yeah. not just specifically Virginia. But I mean, if you're desperate enough that the the whole what like western side of virginia is mm-hmm. holding a teacher job conference i would feel like you would be a little bit less picky about certain like credentials so like it just sucks because like i feel like i know like the base stuff do i know everything what it takes to be like a day-to-day teacher no but have i been in the school system for like four years and actually taught summer school and taught other classes and like i i know the content but not in the way that needs to be learned like known Mm -hmm. um it just sucks going after someone and like giving them like your speak like your spiel be like hi i'm blah 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 and i have this type of credential and they're like really interested in you but you say one thing that they're like ooh it's because like honestly everyone was like oh my god like you've worked in elementary you're a guy which they don't say that but like guys just in any like early elementary slash sped positions they just get like ate up (laughs) (laughs) um right you should have been a hot commodity um but as soon as i was like hey i don't actually have a license yet they're like oh you poor dear well let me walk you to our substitute teacher station table where you can sign up (laughs) and that's basically out of i mean there was like 20 counties there but i was only like Mm -hmm. actually able to drive (laughs) a willing like distance uh to like seven of them and like all but like one or two were like maybe genuine about being like oh yeah you're good you're fine because i had like Damn. interviews with them well good i'm glad you have interviews yeah. with them yeah so and th- there is the positive that comes from with with that but it's just like i talked to uh the ladies from the department of education uh they were mm-hmm. also at the fair and they're just like hey they kind of gave it to me straight of being like um this is what you need to become an elementary school teacher and the reason why that they're kind of like mm-hmm. not hiring you is because like you just have no elementary quote unquote education basically like the content knowledge that you need to teach so you should really try to mm-hmm. do this step and blah 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 like down the line but um Interesting. I, I, I was going to bring up like i had a fantastic elementary school um interview but then at the tail end the lady was just like well like we definitely are interested uh with elementary with you but have you ever thought about teaching theater because that's 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 what i led with like well well, they asked me it's like oh like what what is your bachelor's then i'm like oh theater okay and they're like oh okay and they're like what about uh teaching theater because we have a high school theater teaching position opening up soon and i'm just like no i didn't i know and that's why i was like i just didn't want to be like fuck that shit so like (laughs) cheeky like again cheeky nervous alan was just like oh um yeah no that sounds great um i i I do miss it but you know what i'm really trying to focus on elementary right now and she's like okay just give it a thought i'm like oh i sure will um do you not want to no 
No. no. Wow. No. I just don't have the which I already knew that about myself anyway. That I think that's why ultimately like not getting my theater teaching degree was a good thing because I don't think I could mm-hmm. handle middle or high schoolers. Like I just I just um, can't cop with the attitudes. Yeah. Or like if I if I that. had a child, like that's different. Like that's my child's attitude. Sure. Yes, I can I can weather that more. But right. not like yeah. no, I don't need 15 15 year olds mm-hmm. being like oh what the fuck uh mr coach blah 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 see we're not doing that yeah no. or even i feel like the infighting among high school students is a lot worse than anything i've seen with elementary students so Correct. that was that would also be a, a headache just as far as classroom management i'm imagining yeah so it's I'm, I'm sad to say that it was discouraging but i mean i have um i'm giving them a week just to kind of see know- like what they would be looking for like if your degree would have had to be in like elementary education specifically i mean is that what they, they're saying? i mean they, so basically what it is is like th- since i only graduated with a degree in theater not even theater education because i think with that they'd be like okay at least he has the education classes but i think me having the oh, four okay. years mm-hmm. um on my resume that basically makes up for the whole like not having the education degree yeah, part of you have it the real experience yeah of like the real experience but the content knowledge is what they're worried about and that's what the department of education lady was telling me is like if i really want to go in to teach elementary school which i do <laughs> mm-hmm. um she was just like really focus on the praxis elementary like elementary knowledge exam okay. um because yeah. if you pass that over your other kind of courses that you have to pass then like uh, school districts will be like hey at least he knows the content he knows what he's teaching and with this four years experience blah 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 maybe we can hire him under provisional instead of just being like oh who's this flop who has four years experience being a assistant basically okay that makes sense I guess (laughs) I'm glad you have the interviews though so that's that's something to look forward to um so that happened that happened and on the same day (laughs) essentially um we lost heat at our house um because we have a oil burning like heater and Mm -hmm. uh we thought it would last us through the winter because that's what his uh dad kind of told us but we were running running it like every day and Mm -hmm. not kind of turning it off so that kind of made the oil get sucked up real fast so we had to wait uh what what did i tell you like four four days five days yeah five or six days yeah yeah. five days um to get uh oil delivered to our house but then once the oil Mm. was delivered we didn't know that we had to prime quote-unquote the pipes which i would not have known either (laughs) what does that even mean so for any listeners out there that eventually move into a oil um heater house this is for you uh if you completely run out of oil in your tank uh you gotta fill it up but once you fill it up you have to get a certain type of tool which i don't know what the name of the tool is my bad i don't either (laughs) 
but basically it's like there's a tool that you have to like siphon out the air bubbles in your like oil tube because if there's gas bubbles the fan will not catch the oil to like bring it into the pilot light to make the heat so you have to siphon out the air bubbles and that's what we had to do so luckily justin said was to uh, was able to come on over and do that for us because we were like we don't want to spend another you know couple hundred dollars on people coming down here to do a basic job (laughs) yeah yeah oh my goodness i am so sorry you had to deal with that so i mean it's just part of living in uh the mountains girl i guess Yeah, I mean, uh, you're getting your footing for sure. Uh, pretty much. Uh, check back with me. I might be chewing dip soon. Uh, uh, okay. Well, <laughs> hey, you can never, only go up from never, there. Never. Uh, no, <laughs> never. I would uh, never. Oh. Yeah. The day I walk in and I see a spittoon, I'm going to be like, Alan, it's over. I'm dragging you back to the city. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to happen to you. <laughs> I will not let it. Honestly, well, thank you. This is like tie me up and just like put on like fucking like Ariana like in the car back to the city and being like, no, no muffin sons for you. I'm gonna bring you back to your senses. It's just chromatica on repeat. Not chromatica, <laughs> yes. It's precisely just what the doctor ordered. God. Um. <laughs> Do we want to dive into cocktails, even though we're like well into this podcast? And hey, we're- this is our show, and we are we are both here for it. <laughs> okay. Um, um, do yeah, you want to go first I, or me? I will. I'm prepared this time, uncharacteristically. Okay. All right, go for it. <laughs> so, so I will say that um, <laughs> as soon as I have it. Okay. Um, so my cocktail is by a user named at Amy Valentine XX. Okay. Uh, super cute, okay. super hot. Love that for her. Yeah, I was like, okay, and this, thing. this whole uh, it's not her original sound, but I liked the way she acted to it. But it's basically like, have you ever seen Doctor Who? Uh, not really. No, that's totally okay. Um, you don't need to know what the show is about to understand and appreciate this cocktail. So okay. the um, whole thing is like the Daleks are these. Uh, they're villains technically. So, but they're just so fucking sassy. That um, I think her caption was like uh, obsessed with the Dalek sass because they're literally so sassy. So I will play it for you now. (laughs) All right. obsessed <laughs> be like the way they clap back is amazing um and i remember that they about love the, show the rapport. And I love it. yes <laughs> so you are only superior in one respect you're better at dying <laughs> <laughs> um what you got this week 
I have a throwback to our childhood. Um, and it is from A-C-O-O-Z-31 username. So A-Coons, I guess. Coons31. Okay. Um, and it is POV. It's 2003. And it just started raining while you're in the car. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Getting out the CD. Putting it in the CD player, portable CD player, mm-hmm. and just hit play. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> and just her whole whole video was uh, a mood. Um, yes. So yeah, that was me. That was me. Absolutely. Oh yeah. No, I, that killed me. That's so, <laughs> so funny. That's so, <laughs> myself. Literally, me and um one of my friends who uh, moved away in elementary school, we were gonna sing that song at the talent show. Thank God we didn't. But um, <laughs> honestly, yeah, good Haley Duff. <laughs> Thank God that bitch is gone. That would have been a mistake. <laughs> no. Um, that whole Metamorphosis album, I'm still quaking. I love it. Honestly, let her do a Hillary version of it. Like Taylor Hillary's Swift. Hillary's version, yes. I yep. love that. <laughs> uh, uh, well, um, are we ready to uh, plan a funeral? <laughs> I think, yeah. We're... <laughs> Well on our way, so okay. might as well dive right I in. I mean, we are almost thirty. Hey, hey, <laughs> um, knocking on death's door. I wish I had a soundboard to be like boing <laughs> as like a sound cue. <laughs> You're like, we're almost thirty. Boing. Me every day of my life. I just need a soundboard. <laughs> Um, so I guess to kind of start us off with, um, debt, uh, it is everything that, um, people have in common. Everyone's born and, uh, everyone dies. Yeah, very true. I mean, what is it? The only two things that are assured in life are death and yep. taxes. I def- yep. So, well, yeah. yeah, well, three things. I think being born and then death and taxes, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> You're born, you pay taxes, and you die. <laughs> Amazing. Um, but uh, I just was going to bring up death doesn't always necessarily have to be sad. I know it's kind of a heavy topic, but I felt like again, it's something that maybe we could discuss on this uh platform, this medium. I agree. Uh, I do think, and I think it's really interesting, especially I hadn't looked at death as not a negative thing until I was much older in life. Really? Yeah. And honestly, the stupid thing that made me realize, like, death doesn't have to be, like, this horrible, all-consuming, like, scary thing um, (laughs) was tarot cards. (laughs) because the death card doesn't always you know it's not always a bad omen but it signals a transformation yeah so that kind of like made me reevaluate how i picture death and what i view it as and um yeah just that in general that it doesn't have to be a a be all end all yeah yeah i mean i totally agree with you with that that's what we kind of have that in common that i have (laughs) in my notes um death equals not always bad tarot <laughs> yeah <laughs> tarot i tarot. love how we were both like well you know it doesn't always mean that 
So, yeah, which, so like, again, I, a point of conversation, I guess, to bring up, which I don't know how I feel about this myself yet, but like how we were both saying like, well, that doesn't always necessarily mean bad. Like it could mean like transformation or change of like that stuff. So do you feel like maybe it was rebranded by tarot as in like a phrase that people would say like, um, you know, like to, to like make people feel better be like oh if i get shot on a bird like or like if a bird shits on me my bad if a bird shits on me that means it's good luck oh if it rains on my wedding day it's like good luck do you think like it was purposefully like kind of rebranded as that to be like oh death isn't necessarily bad yeah i honestly hadn't thought about it i i don't particularly know enough about the history of tarot to maybe connect it uh that way but I yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Other, I think especially other cultures view death very differently from our westernized view of of it. And and yeah. I, I feel like a lot of places around the world, death is celebrated. And you even in America, you, you do see that in New Orleans where they'll have these massive yeah. parades and they'll just go, they'll line the streets and play music and have this whole party. And it's really not about death, but rather a celebration of life, which I think is really beautiful. Yeah, which was going to be one of my things to bring up was how like other kind of uh, people around the world kind of deal with death, I guess would be one way to put it, Um, which that's what you were kind of talking about, Kelly. Like it's like more like a celebration. And that's why Mm -hmm. I like I know I I, I haven't done super in-depth research, so please apologize my ignorance with this. But (laughs) um, like like dia de los muertos like i love that like ideology of being like yes like throughout the year even recently up to that day like people pass but there's one day that you get to like visit with them yeah and like it's like this whole thing and there's like this whole like mystical element that everyone believes that i think it's truly powerful because i feel like more people believe one thing than it's more true than not um yeah when it comes like super natural sort of things so like i would love to be in that environment of like really being able to like celebrate like dia de los muertos or like stuff like that um i agree i i definitely think that i mean maybe this is just my my limited view as an american and maybe that's just how i was raised but it's death has always been like a very taboo thing um you know you have the funeral it's very mournful and respectful and then you just like we don't bring it up yep and then so we just don't I talk think about it, anything ever yeah yep. and i think it's really nice that i hadn't even thought about the whole uh day of the dead thing but it, that is a really wonderful way to connect with your ancestors and and remember the ones you've lost and and still feel connected to them even though they're not with you anymore and like that's why it's like and even brings like more like closeness with family i feel like because of like uh, mm-hmm. it, you you bring like quote unquote offerings um to the gravesite yeah. or the all the um, preparations offer, like, um, 
what's it called? Like the, the, the ofrenda, I think is what it's called. Uh, La ofrenda, uh, that you like have at your home. That's like you bring like personalized, like it can be food, it can be a drink, it can be like whatever. So it's just like, oh yeah, like you never met your uncle Tony, but uncle Tony really loved like Doritos. So that's why we're bringing Doritos to the, uh, it's like grave so he can have some Doritos. Yeah. It's more like, le- yeah, it's like less taboo, scary sort of stuff. Um, if you're specifically celebrating that holiday. I I, like. Yeah, that's wonderful. And I really um, do um, wish that we were more open about it, I guess, as our, for <laughs> our culture, at least. I, I wish we were more, um, that we talked about it more and, and kind of embraced it more in, into our daily lives because it, it shouldn't be like so off-putting because it happens to everybody right and it should be like a universally shared experience which i mean it is but we don't recognize it like it is yeah well and and i think that's why it's because people are so like into really trying to focus on the positives and just be like i don't want to think about like when i die and blah 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 which again i totally get like i'm not saying like no you should plan for your death like as soon as you can think about it no like (laughs) don't but it's just like don't waste your life away thinking like oh yeah i have time yeah not every day is guaranteed um -hmm. and that's what i was gonna kind of transition of what you were talking about earlier of like like destigmatizing talking about death just because like i was (laughs) not to sound super scorpio morbid but in my notes i was like (laughs) surrounded by death at a young age Gosh, what happened? Um, <laughs> I'm just being transparent, but um, <laughs> hey, I mean, I welcome it, but <laughs> what do you mean by that? Well, it's just like so. I just remember it all started in fifth grade, that's when my grandfather passed on my dad's side, and mm-hmm. um, I just remember like because again, like I was the youngest grandkid, so like I was just kind of out of the loop, I was the 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 youngin that they had to protect from like bad negative things um so i just remember going to my grandfather's wake um at the funeral home and i remember my mom wanted me uh to go see my grandfather in the casket because it was an open casket wake and my dad Mm -hmm. was like no 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 he doesn't need to see that and she was just like no like he he wants to see his grandfather like let him see like him in the state like we have to let him say good goodbye too so so i just remember like going up to that casket for the first time and like really putting in like oh they were alive once but now they're will never move again (laughs) and that's basically what it like ran through my brain so i was like oh okay um i didn't like really say anything because again i was young i was in like i said i was in fifth grade um which it sounds a little bit older now but honestly at the time i was like i can't handle this um <laughs> so well, right. then it was like I mean... it was like that happening and then um my cat passed away as well um within like a year or two i think um and then a couple of years after that my dad's mom passed away and then after that my dad passed away two years after that and then the most recent one is my uh mom's mom passing away like two years ago i think mm-hmm. yeah 
So yeah. it's just like I've had a lot of deaths in my life. <laughs> I feel like um, just because it's like I already come from a small family, small, like knowing a people. Oh, and also too, my bad. How could I forget about this? Uh, Denise, uh, my close friend from uh, college, passed away as well in 2018, I think. Um, So like it's just that's why I feel like I have such a morbid sense of humor where I'm just like, what happens if we die? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what if we all die right. right now? How would we feel? <laughs> what would happen? <laughs> what? Yeah, how, I how would... <laughs> So I think that's why I like, I don't think about it a lot, but I'm just like, well, if this happens, when it happens, this, 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 and this. Um, so I think that's probably why, uh, dear listen, dear listeners, I'm the reason why we're talking about this, not Kelly. <laughs> This was not her topic <laughs> choice. <laughs> I, I will admit that no, this was not mine, but I, I'm very open to talking about it. <laughs> um, but sorry with that long-winded bullshit. Um, I was just gonna bring up like how people like grieve of like just different people grieve in different ways. And like we just see so much in kind of social media now and even in like TV movies, whatever. It's like you have to have this big emotional reaction right then and there and that's really not how grief works all the time though yeah yeah i do understand that and especially i think how how grief is portrayed in movies and in media um has really has affected i guess how people think about what it should feel like and what it what it would be like to go through it um and i feel like the the best comparison i've heard before is grief does come in waves it's not like you're gonna be sad all the time and like just down in the dumps thinking about it like you'll be okay and then something will happen where if it's a memory that comes up or something that reminds you of someone yeah and i mean you should still be allowed to allow yourself to feel those emotions and like go through the motions of grief but i do think that it's still important to remember why you're so affected is probably because that person had such a positive impact on your life and think about the the good things that have come into your life because of them yeah that i kind of agree with that of it just don't let anyone kind of dictate of like how you should emotionally react to something um where like there was um <laughs> when my dad passed and i went back to school and uh i was in the like theater kind of hangout green room stuff um there was this kid was just like oh like you're you're back i'm like yeah i'm back and then like oh how 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 are you doing about mm-hmm. like because they clearly knew about m- my dad so i was like no yeah. like i'm i'm uh, i'm okay and then they were like i'm so sorry for your loss and i said uh what did i say like i was just like uh no it's okay and i remember them being like so upset they got upset at me saying like oh no it's okay mm-hmm. um and i'm okay. like what <laughs> and they were like but it's not okay you lost a parent it's not okay how could you say just everything is okay right now you need to feel this you need to let it in you need to blah 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 like and i'm like whoa and at the time that's not what you need (laughs) 
And I was like, whoa, sis, like, I'm not here to take any of your fucking shit. Right. Um, so, I don't but need like, your advice on how to navigate this. Thank you. <laughs> because, like, it, like, it even took me, like, up until, like, fuck, like, two, three years ago to, like, when I would, like, bring up my father's passing, like, oh, hey, actually, like, my dad passed, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then say, like, oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. I would, I, I, instead of saying, like, no, it's okay. I just had to, like, train myself to say, like, oh, no, thank you. Because that's basically, yeah. like, the only thing that you can say to that. Because if you say, yeah. like, anything else, it's, like, leading into, like, oh, but are you okay? It's like, yes, I'm fine. <laughs> it's just, like, that's just how I deal with it. But I realize, like, I have to, like, say certain, like, stuff to not warrant other people to yeah, you go, like, overextend themselves, I feel like. No, I, you know? yeah, I, under, I understand that. It's, it. I mean, I wouldn't, I still don't know what to say to someone who's who's lost someone close to them i other than you know sorry for your loss and but at the same time i don't feel like if they're like i mean it's it's i'm doing all right i wouldn't be like oh well i take a problem with that <laughs> i'd be like actually be it's like you shouldn't be doing all right you should be sad in a corner <laughs> yeah so yeah um, and i don't know if it's just because of my i've had a complicated relationship with death my whole life but i feel like, like no one has mean, an easy though? Um, well, like, I just haven't had much experience with, um, I guess, people passing yeah. around me. Um, I do remember the first time I ever kind of dealt with death was my also my grandfather passed away. Um, my oh, dad's yeah. dad had passed away when I was yeah. also in fifth grade. Um, so weird that we have yet another thing in common. <laughs> um, Twinsies. Ooh. Besties for life, I guess. <laughs> um, Our grandfather's up in heaven being like, uh, <laughs> I knew they, I knew <laughs> your granddaughter would correct him. <laughs> <laughs> Start a podcast talking about us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um but i i don't think i was old enough to like you were saying like i was not really old enough to comp fully comprehend what was going on like i did go to the funeral right. and i i remember well i do remember going up to the casket but before i went i think one of my parents i think it was my mom asked me if i want to because she made it a point to tell me like it, once you see him you're not going to be able to unsee that and yeah 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. i didn't like know what she meant until i walked over there and i was like oh that's this is what she meant a, yeah like i've never seen um just a body with no one in it and i think that really stuck with me for a while i don't think it damaged oh me. yeah i no. do think it gave me closure in a way to say goodbye to my granddaddy and be like, yeah. you know, this is the last time I will see him. And um, even though he's not there, but I really did appreciate that I got the opportunity still. And I do think that it's appropriate to, to teach your kids how to grieve or at least accept not fully like be like you have to accept this but like just allow them the just, space just and the time talk. to process yeah. it yeah just, we'll just have the have the space open enough to be like hey what's what's happening here and yeah. having a set of it letting them go through it by themselves and like let it sort out themselves which i feel like sometimes is parents philosophies which again yeah. like not saying like if you did that or have like whatever like that's not a detriment um because it is scary it's scary for a lot of people so like if you're scared of it why would you invite that kind type of conversation with your child um, yeah but I feel like it's a space that needs to be made for sure and yeah and I do feel like especially with my I guess with that situation I I wasn't as scared because I had recently been over 
to his house with my dad like the day before he died. And I felt like I didn't know that was going to be the last time we said goodbye to each other, but I still felt like if it had been at any time, that was probably the best time just because, um, you know, it hadn't been like a year since I had seen him or something. Right. And I, I would have all these things of like not knowing, but I just seen him. So I don't know if it made it easier, but it definitely, I think, helped me accept it more at such a young age. Yeah, I mean, I I fully believe that because I mean that's kind of what happened with both of my grandfather and my dad's uh, mom as well. Of uh, they were both like just sick. Um, my grandfather had like what was it some some type of cancer, and he ended up ha- getting hospice in his apartment that was like ten five minutes from us. Um, oh, okay. So we were yeah. able to visit him all frequently, and I just remember like seeing the nurse like swab his mouth so he's like like drooling on himself and everything like that and like yeah. seeing seeing him like that and then like maybe it was like two days past or something like that that's when they were like oh hey like papa c passed mm-hmm. and i was like oh shit and but again you're so young you don't know what that yeah actually you don't means. fully comprehend it which again not even like when you're a teenager you fully comprehend that stuff either no <laughs> because like i, I think just go for it y- i well honestly the only i guess the biggest moment i remember in my life of being like just seeing i guess um on the news like death in a mass scale or something was in middle school um the tsunami that hit um southeast asia in like 2006 or something yeah i remember it being on the news and just seeing like they said like a hundred thousand people died or something and i was i was just like so shocked at that i remember going to my parents and like crying and being like all of these people died like it's so sad and i think i didn't really understand what death meant up until then and i was just like you know i didn't know what to do with myself (laughs) right which i think that's really honestly what comes down like what it comes down to is like the grief of it all so it's like i don't know how to like it it like it isn't me but like i have to like like i still have feelings about this but how can i react to this situation Mm -hmm. at least that's how my brain like goes (laughs) yeah i think Um, yeah and i i i still don't know really how to grieve but it's a process i I know that much i will say uh that we were talking about like having parents like create that space for their kids to like you should really talk um i feel like watching netflix's over the moon is a really good segue into that um it is (laughs) about this little girl who loses her mom uh because i think she was sick with something maybe cancer but it doesn't like specifically explain but like uh Mm -hmm. she loses her mom to cancer and like um her dad like runs a business and like it's a family-owned business and like trying to move and shake um to like get back to normal but the whole thing is it's like uh i think it's asian it's like chinese asian representation um Mm -hmm. on that on netflix so i i forget what type of asian ethnicity so i apologize but basically it's like oh she wants to go to the moon because that's where the moon goddess is and that can grant her a wish to bring her mom back so then 
then yeah. it's like old journey of like trying to get there what will happen oh like working through her grief and it's 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 very a good way to introduce kids to dealing with stuff like that even if they don't have like a particular person who's passed in their life i think it's still just a good movie to kind of introduce that talk i would agree yeah i re- i really enjoyed that movie and i didn't um i haven't dealt with the loss of a parent but i i would imagine that that would help children get through yeah. that process if they've gone through it um that i was going to bring up next maybe a little bit lighter subject who knows <laughs> <laughs> um fictional character deaths that we just can't get over <laughs> oh goodness um the only one that i well that i wrote first was rue from the hunger games back in our early early days <laughs> oh wow yeah that was definitely did you read the books or did you just watch See, the movies? i saw the movie first before reading the books so oh, okay gotcha i do think the books made me cry harder than the movies when we oh lost i her. bet yeah but i mean you can everyone says that about books just because you can cram so much more detail into a book than in a movie so um but yeah that would be definitely an impactful one that i remember for sure (laughs) and then i have uh marley from marley and me i never saw that because i knew it was sad and i knew i would cry right (laughs) so i just didn't even open that can of worms (laughs) (laughs) it's like i i will not subject myself to this and honestly i already respect that about you (laughs) i was like this will ruin me i was like no thank you i was just like i can handle this shit and i was like i can't handle this shit (laughs) (laughs) this is not okay (laughs) no yeah that's definitely um one that i avoided um there was a book i read recently um the zodiac academy series not that it's super popular or anything um or that anyone would know what i'm talking about but there's a particular character um he's the best friend of the two like twin princesses who are the main characters of the book his name is diego um spoilers if you have not read them probably skip ahead because uh this will might ruin some things for you if you want to read the books (laughs) skip ahead skip Um, ahead (laughs) so diego dies and he the way he dies is just so like lonely and it stayed with me for a couple days i kept thinking about it because he turns out to be like a part of a species that is the bad guys in this whole book series so um it's revealed at the very end that like well at the end of his life that um he is like quote unquote a bad guy but he's never been a bad guy he like fully supports the princesses and their movement and everything but he dies in battle and he dies alone um until darcy one of the characters comes up and is just like diego you're really like this creature and he's like yeah i am but like i've always supported you don't think any differently of me and then he just passes away and the rest of the books like glaze over it and we just never revisit his death and i was like he was so a big part of like the first four books and now he's just gone and you did him dirty like that and i don't know if that if 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 that wasn't intentional because i still think about his death and i'll think about him in situations and i'll be like damn what would diego yeah. say you know so i don't know if it was meant to be like like that but it's definitely mm-hmm. he was quickly forgotten about it seemed like so um that's the only fictional character death that i've that stuck with me just because it they fucked it up <laughs> they really did <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
that uh, the only other two characters that I was going to bring up, which really is kind of a blind side. Well, not a blind side, but I was like, oh, shit, this is where it's going. It was Ellie from Up, the movie Up, Ellie from the beginning. Oh, Jesus. And then yeah. Bing Bong from Inside Out. Oh, no. Yeah. Ugh. Both of those are hard. Pixar they really re- knows they how to really stomp on your in. heart. Yeah. Yes, Pixar does it right, but it, but it like doing it tastefully though i feel like when i'm just like, oh shit it's just like you made you honestly made me care about this couple within the first 30 seconds of this film and then you're mm-hmm. like oh jk thing yeah yeah <laughs> oh it was yeah up i still i mean it 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 sets up the character for like why he's such a grumpy old man but like oh god pulling at your heartstrings right um so with that being said, that what do you uh, think uh, our funerals will look like? Um, or what so... what do you want? Just in case, you know, highly doubt that we <laughs> yeah, go at it... the same time unless we do the Thela, Thelma and Louise situation, which is which... not improbable. <laughs> it is on the table. You know, if things go to shit, hey, hey. global warming catches up with us. It's you and me off the side of the cliff. <laughs> Pretty much. Um. <laughs> The only thing I've I've really I guess even thought about was I I wouldn't want like a formal funeral I I don't want a casket I don't want to be buried um as as nice as it as I think it is to have like a gravesite to come back to and and remember your loved ones and yeah. be with them in some way um I just wouldn't want that for me I've always pictured myself being cremated actually um and just I just want my ashes spread somewhere beautiful I've always wanted to be like outside and in this in a gorgeous place so Same. whether that's the beach or the Swiss Alps or uh, you know the mountain wherever honestly. I feel like you would just want to go back to where you and Andrew go to get your wine all the time that's where you want your ashes <laughs> spread. Oh. yeah totally (laughs) (laughs) no i don't know if that would be appropriate but (laughs) oh i'll totally make it happen girl (laughs) hey maybe like some of them there so i can like have fun and get drunk but then also (laughs) put some of me on the beach so i can go to relax on the beach (laughs) done if 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 i live more than you which i highly doubt but we'll see okay they might not let you so just don't say that's what you're doing (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah no, always play, always play it up, girl. Be like, oh no, I just want to be here, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> nothing, nothing suspicious at all. <laughs> yeah, don't look at me holding this urn. <laughs> um have i guess have you thought about your passing um yeah um just like the actual funeral itself is just like i would want something not i don't know part of me is just like i want every person there to be sad as shit um (laughs) you would It's like if you come like, here, you have to at least cry three tears to get admitted. Oh my gosh. Alan's ghost will be counting um, <laughs> to get you admission. Yeah. No, but like, no, like it's just more of a yeah, I don't want to have a coffin either. Um 
I think just Justin and I are kind of on the same page of being cremated um, for sure. But hopefully when it's our time or whatever, um, kind of like that whole being planted in the tree technology is a little bit better because I might want to do that. Like I might want to be okay. like, yeah, put my ashes like into like that, like growing a tree thing and do yeah. it that way. I think that's lovely, honestly. And there is actually, there's a company I follow on TikTok. I wish I could remember what their name was, um, but they compost human bodies and they will return um, the soil back to the families so that it can either be used in, you know, on the property or, like you know, what, or whatever. Yeah. So, and it's actually pretty affordable. It's less than $5,000. I think they're based out of Washington, maybe. Um, but it's, I thought that was like a really good idea just because not everyone can afford a traditional funeral. They're very, very yeah, expensive. No. Mm -mm. Um, and then also I just, I feel like that's a great way to give back to the earth and, and give back to the family so that you have like, yeah. you know, you can walk to that part of the yard or that part of the garden and be like, yeah, your, your grandpappy is like giving us tomatoes this year or whatever it is. So yeah, I think that's, yeah, yeah. that's really beautiful and it is this the you know we're of the earth we should go back to the earth kind of thing yeah definitely and and that's why it's like if you listen to the spiritual uh spirituality podcast uh, uh earlier episodes that we've done that that's kind of what i say in that too of like i feel like we're from the earth like i want to go back to the earth like i just don't want to have to pay you know ten thousand dollars for a fucking decorative box just to help me not corrode yeah. you know when like i'm already gone so. i will say though if my death is suspicious please look into it <laughs> if you have even like the smallest inkling of like maybe she was gone too soon play. trust your gut instinct <laughs> well that's what i was going to make up next how would we want to go like our like uh, idyllic situation i know it's a little heavy but hey we're here we're, we're we're in the pool i well my number one fear in my whole entire life is suffocation so i would not want to either drown or be buried alive or choke to death like that is literally terrifying mm. to me <laughs> so yes i wouldn't want that but um i kind of like the idea of obviously passing my sleep top choice second choice would be like some freak accident like a brain aneurysm something i don't see coming and it's also very quick um yeah. so yeah i think those would be my top choices what about you <laughs> i think honestly i mean yes i think topic i feel like with everybody should be just like dying in their sleep because mm -hmm. that seems the most peaceful hopefully mm -hmm. um uh, yeah i mean part of me is just like see i just don't want mine to be violent in any way though like to be like to be shot it's like i just don't want that around me well, right. i don't know or is this like poison would i rather be poisoned than, like poison me girl <laughs> you would want to be poisoned <laughs> I think, I, I mean, it's know. better than drowning. I think, yeah, and better then than I, drowning, but not as good as like 
I don't know. What could be better than poisoning? Right. I feel like poisoning would be painful. But not it's as painful. Hurt. I mean, well, either, but see, like, either way, like, at least you're above land. So you're not like, like, you're struggling to, like, f- for air. Or at least with mm-hmm. poison, you're like, oh, hey, like, I'm here. <laughs> be like, yeah. well, I guess clearly I'm going to not make it happen, out of this. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Ideally, I would want to, like, pass out and then death comes for me i would not want to be around when death comes for me i guess yeah pretty much yeah less knowledge (laughs) (laughs) yeah blissfully unaware if you please i'll just wake up and now now this kind of brings uh up an interesting point i was gonna ask you do you okay what do you think happens after like what do you think of of the afterlife um so It's interesting because I mean, like, I kind of well, like what I said, harkening back to the spirituality podcast of like it. I feel like there's something after death. Um, definitely, I don't think it's heaven or hell. Like, it's that finite. Um, mm-hmm. I'm definitely of the belief of like, oh, it's like it's the earth and then like the universe. So it's like we have Mother Earth, we have Father Sky. So it's like once you pass away, your soul returns back to Father sky and then your body decomposes on mother earth and the cycle starts again so do you believe in reincarnation i feel like honestly i more more than what i thought um in in this moment (laughs) i'm like do i (laughs) it's like i guess so more yeah so i would say like 60 percent. i believe in reincarnation okay interesting where it's just like yeah you may not be the same soul like that you once was but you're still like instead of instead of being like soul a b one your soul a c one or something like that you know like you're still kind of the same person but a little bit different hmm. okay yeah I could see that. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, that's the way that I look at it. At least it's not as bleak as like, no, we just go into the ground. I was like, okay, biologically, like you can maybe kind of look at it that way, but that's a little too bleak. (laughs) Yeah. I would really like to think that it doesn't just end here. I feel like the, cause they, this debate has been brought up, you know, time and time again, obviously throughout eternity. Um, But even like chemists can't name every, Everything that makes up a human body, you can still like break down every chemical we're made of, you know, carbon, nitrogen, whatever, iron, all of the things. But there is still something that makes us, that gives us the spark, that gives us a soul. And I feel like that energy just doesn't dissipate. It has to go somewhere. Yeah, it has to do something. Like your your life force, your soul goes somewhere. It has to do something. And um, I was actually recently listening to a podcast, um, Morbid, by... I think the hosts are Elena and Ash, um, but they talk about it's a listener tales episode. So it was actually sent in by a listener, but it's oh, a good. little boy who is the quote unquote, like reincarnation of his grandmother because 
the listener writes in and tells uh, talks about how the little boy, well, first of all, the parents, um, I think the dad had a dream that his mom visited them and was like, you guys should try for one more kid. Um, and they did. And she was like, and it'll be a boy. So they try to have one more kid and it is a boy and he's the newest member of their family. Um, but the little boy just starts saying like odd things. Like he is the grandmother and the, you know, like older siblings will be in the room talking about the yeah. grandma describing her and the little boy will pipe up and be like, can you please quit talking about me? I'm sitting right here and then go back to what he's doing. Um, and it's just really interesting how Damn. he knows things he shouldn't know, like how they had a, a, a cat, either a cat or a dog um, that they had to get rid of because it bit someone. But like that was at an old house that he had never been born in and he shouldn't know anything about it. I mean, he's less than five years old. He shouldn't really right. know any of this, but he does. And the grandma was around for all of that, but obviously the little boy wasn't. So they are thinking like he has to be like her soul is in his body but um eventually like as the child grows older his memories of the past life are replaced with the new memories that he's gaining in his current life so if you ask him about it today he wouldn't know anything about it but back then um he would get really uncomfortable if they asked about it which i'm sure is confusing to like a small right, child right. to be like i have these memories i shouldn't have and everyone's telling me that i shouldn't have them but i still know this so it's it's got to be so confusing kind of setting in here yeah yeah so um but i do think and i've heard more than one story about that that you know little kids talking like old really? souls or oh mom i had mm -hmm. a past i've lived before and this is what i i was like an oil worker or whatever it is and i i do feel like there's it's it can't um, just be a brand new that. soul every time yeah it's got to be we're reusing some of them <laughs> <laughs> we're reusing <laughs> renewable energy <laughs> right <laughs> i hope uh i don't know if i would hope to come back uh i don't know i don't know either. where's the end cycle did um is it hinduism that had it right with nirvana or buddhism that was like yeah you, your like soul that. has to go through so many cycles before you reach enlightenment and then you can you move on to nirvana to well, be I hope it's that then. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Bring on the bliss. That's all I'm here for. <laughs> well, hopefully, uh, this podcast gave you some bliss this episode. Um, sorry if we delved super deep into the topic, but hey, that's what we we're survived. Here no <laughs> we, funeral for us. <laughs> it's yeah. Yes. This is the how we've steered the ship. <laughs> Um, so if you want to reach out to us by any means necessary, give us, you know, your feedback on this episode. If you liked it, if you hated it, let us know. Um, <laughs> you can email us at culturecrewpod at gmail.com. That's right. Or as Alan says sometimes, <laughs> you can leave us five big stars. <laughs> five big coffins. <laughs> Uh, or you can send us an email full of coffin emojis, whatever makes you feel more comfortable. <laughs> um, but if that's not your gig, we always have socials. You can reach us at uh, on Twitter at Cauldron Crew Pod, or we have Instagram at bitches.brew.pod. Uh, and please don't forget us or by uh, you got to give us some ratings. So please. Yeah. Rate and review. You know how it is. You know the gig. <laughs> <laughs> the whole shtick. We give it to you. Um, well, I guess that's it. I guess we should uh, wrap up this eulogy and head on out of here. 
Hey, I'm almost done carving my epitaph, so give me a second. <laughs> what? It says, here like Kelly. Uh, I'm Kelly. <laughs> I'm Kelly. <laughs> You'll just hear it whispered if you stand really close to my grave. I'm Kelly. <laughs> Honestly, I would not. I, I'll do that. I'll put a speaker there and anyone that comes up. <laughs> a Bluetooth speaker. I'm Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Kelly. I just turn into a leprechaun off. after I die. <laughs> I'm not really a leprechaun with away. Your, not not a leprechaun with the bangs. <laughs> oh, not the bayangs. But thank you as always, dear listener. I appreciate you listening. I know that Alan appreciates it. Um, and thanks for the ride. Thanks for the journey. Um, until next time, stay sipping my pretties. Wahaha. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, what song goes with death? <laughs> Uh, Live and Let Die by the Beatles? Uh, Live and Let Die. Boom. Boom. Justin, cue it up. Hey. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Live and Let Die.